Hey, thanks for tuning in. My name is Alex Starr. I'm a wildland firefighter, traveler, and a lover of fresh perspectives, ideas, and stories from people all over the world that I bring to this podcast in order to help you guys and myself become the people we were born to be. If it sounds cheesy, that's because it most definitely is. Thanks for listening, pull up a seat, and let's get started. Test, test. Hello, people of the interwebs. Oh, hold on, I gotta turn off this air conditioning. Hey, thanks for tuning in. Um, I have been gone a few months from the podcast realm. Been super busy with fires, um, which is kind of an excuse. I could have made time, but uh, you know, I was working eighty or ninety hours of some of those weeks. So, um, anyway, I am back now, and I am here with a. Really, really dear friend of mine, Jesus Bonasici, a.k.a. Booney, uh, who is a fire crew member along with myself and uh, an ex-cop and a family man. Um, and he, he's one of those rare people that can lead and be without too much of an ego. Um, and I'm always an ego, not an eagle. He doesn't have an eagle. And I'm always, these types of people perplex me because I wonder... What innate qualities at birth or, or what brain chemistry, um, neurochemistry is there that is allowing these certain people to be able to live a less ego-driven life than the rest of us. Um, and so I'm, I'm just always perplexed by it. He happens to be one of my dear friends um, and he sat down with me to talk about simplicity in life. Um, how he manages being 27 with two young children um, and what he does uh, for stress and, and all types of things, uh, the ways to manifest that egoless properties within each of us, which um, God knows I could use more of. So I really appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, exciting stuff in the future. Pretty sure I'm moving to Austin, Texas. If anyone has any suggestions, would love to hear it. Contact me on Facebook. Find me on alexstar.com. Um, I have a cognitive neuroscientist coming up in the next couple weeks, um, Don Hoffman. You can check out his TED Talks. We're going to be discussing our perceptions of reality. Uh, a lot of cool stuff in the mix here. So pull up a seat if you're not already seated. Uh, turn on the headlights. Turn up the iPhone. Turn up the Bluetooth speakers if you're cleaning listening to this. And enjoy this episode with Booney. Welcome to Pull Up a Seat with your host, Alex Starr. I'm excited to finally have you on, though, dude. How long has this been in the in the makings? Over a year. Oh yeah, counting last season, huh? Uh-huh. It's been a long time, dude. Uh, dude, I better. I better give you some good juice, dude. Live up to the hype, dude. Here's the thing, man. We have so many conversations. Did we like start yesterday? Already? Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh shit. Right. Yeah, um, we've had so many conversations. 
that could have been podcasts, you know? And then we said, no, no, dude, let's not talk about it because we're going to save it for the podcast. Yeah. But some of the things that we've talked about that I wanted to elaborate on here. Number one that made me really think about doing the podcast with you. Yeah. Is that because you've been a cop, you've been a firefighter. Yeah. You've done quite a few things. And I was thinking back a couple months to give everyone a little anecdote um, to kind of give the background for this podcast is like two months ago during work, um, we were doing that stupid hike and we had to carry a chainsaw. You have to carry a chainsaw on our job. And um, they wanted me to carry it. And I was just having one of those days. I was super negative and I gave some attitude back to the our supervisors and it was kind of this big thing. And then I remember the next day we were going up to the exact same hike doing the exact same thing. And all I had done was decide that whatever happened, I was just going to tell myself, hell yeah. I was going to say, yeah, okay, cool. No matter what. So we do the exact same hike and I have to carry the exact same chainsaw. But that day I was fine with doing it. I was super stoked on doing it as opposed to the day before where the only thing that changed was my mindset. And through this entire time, I remember I looked at you at one point and the whole time you are the same. You're just like positive, just going along with everything, getting things done. And I realized that it's almost like the negativity was, it's like this little virus mm-hmm. and that some people have this ability. They've, I don't know what you've done, but you've built up an immunity or you've, you've done something so that that negativity virus mm-hmm. doesn't affect you seemingly as much as it does other people. Um, mm-hmm. so what's your secret, dude? <laughs> <laughs> well, we talked about, it. and I don't, I fall victim to that all the time man like i'll tell you like dude i don't feel good today man i'm feeling real negative and i realize that because he said it's a virus and you get caught up into it and then it's just at the end of the day man i don't know where the heck i I got it from but when you're when you're working and well in my my position i need to provide for my family it's not just me i can't just say you know what fuck this i'm i'm out yeah because I can't. I need to make money regardless. Yeah. So it's just, it is whatever you make it. I mean, a lot of the times, other years, a lot of the stuff that we do, we ask ourselves why. We're like, why the heck? Dude, a lot of my drive back in the day, I wouldn't even think about the why or anything. All I would do be like, this is a good workout. I'm going to get the best out of it. And that was kept me positive for two weeks straight. Like, yeah, I'm getting stronger. I'm going to look better because that, that at the end of that summer, we're going to go to the beach. And that was my kind of drive at that time. So, like, there really is no secret, I guess, is to not really think about how dumb stuff is. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you're saying in the beginning, ignorance was bliss. And you were just going along that <laughs> you don't ask why. You're just going along with it. Yeah. And fighting your own motivation. Um, but now you've... Yeah, man. I just, I don't know. It's like something that I don't know if people, some people are born with it or there's something, I think you're born with a certain amount of it, uh-huh. obviously. And then like you can develop it um, and like change and be conscious about like that mental override. Um, 
But yeah, I think you have something where you just seem to be able to be in that mindset first off more often than other people. And, and you talk about it to me all the time. You're like, man, every morning you're just supposed to be like, hell yeah, I thank you. I'm glad that I'm alive and make the best. That's exactly what it is right there. I just think about that when I'm out in the mountains doing s- silly stuff sometimes that it might seem to us. You just make the best out of it because if you get trapped in that stupid downwind tornado, <laughs> I don't know what you want to call it, man. It makes it miserable. Remember how miserable Idaho was? Yeah. We're on that fire. We're yeah. just so negative, man. And yeah. I mean, we still try to make the best out of it, but I guess that's that's what I try to do every day, man. And it's crazy. I mean, like, and it is a, it is a virus in the fact that you can have... There's people and there's moments and then there's the mental override that is literally like you took medicine. It's like if you're sick and you got infected yeah. with this negativity bacteria, right? Uh-huh. And you can you can go and sneeze on people and give it to other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then someone can come along um, and tell a joke or something and it's like they they can they can inject you with a little medicine as well. And you can you can be cured from others or you can be cured within yourself or you can get infected from others. Exactly. It, it is. It's like this little plague that comes uh-huh. around and and I think it's it's just hard to it's hard to cure yourself. You know? Uh-huh. But once you do that mental shift that you're talking about, um, it's amazing how, how actually easy and simple it is. And like we were talking about, dude, getting caught up in all these Especially in this job, man, like with the whole Sam thing. He's a He's cancer, dude, because it's so easy to just, you could be real happy and chipper and stuff, and you get that guy around, and when he's having a bad day, you're just like, man. Yeah, it can affect you, yeah. Hopefully Sam doesn't listen to this. (laughs) (laughs) He might, dude. (laughs) Let that out, dude. I'll put in like another name for it. It'll be like, Frank. Just put a little audio thing over there saying, Frank. Um. Yeah, and you've mentioned before, too, about you review your day Oh yeah, in the mornings or in the evenings. Yeah. And then you'll pray to God in relation to things that you need help with. Yeah. How much does that, how much does that help you, that, that process of reviewing your day? What exactly do you do? So, so yeah. Um, and how, how does it help you? When I was a <clears> – <throat> I used to be a case manager in behavioral health, and that's kind of where I got this – practice from I don't want to call it practice but we would I talked I deal with a lot of people that were depressed or had anxiety a lot of behavioral issues and one of the big ones that I'd preach to them was reflection just reflecting on what makes you happy a lot of it is that people I dealt with like middle-aged Mexican women that their priorities are just their children stuff like that so I was just having to do reflection every night and just think about their day, if they ever put themselves before their children or their husbands and stuff. <clears throat> so after preaching it so much to all of these women, I started doing it two years ago when I got out of that job. So every night or any, I told you my drive home right now is two hours. So I'll just think about that day. Just I don't think about anything else, just that day. And something as simple as, like today. Like the guys were kind of cranky mm-hmm. and I'll nitpick all of those words that I said or that I did or things that, and I'll break it down like one by one. And then I'll think about that. And then 
I'll just put it into play the next day. Like, oh, maybe I should have said this. Or maybe I should have done that. Or maybe I shouldn't have taken it personal. And then I'll just... Since I think about it so much at the end of the day, and then in the beginning of the day, I do the same thing. I just critique myself and how I go about my business, whether it's uh, like me doing ignitions on a fire or something as, man, maybe I was a dick to this person. Or maybe, yeah. And I'll think about that and I'll put them into play. And a lot of the times I'll, I'll try and reflect on that. Like the little, not just the big things, all the little things. Sure. That helps me out a lot, man. It's a big part of my day. Constant evaluation and improvement. Yeah. It's really easy to get off course or to not... It's easy to not improve if you if you don't self-evaluate. Mm-hmm. In an honest way, too, because yeah. I know for me, the ego, like we were talking about yesterday, yeah. like your ego can <clears throat> slip in there and start to tell you things of, you know, those guys deserve it. You know, um, or, um, how, you know, well, you know, you're, you know, you don't deserve that or you do deserve this. And it kind of, it kind of makes it hard to give yourself an honest evaluation, you know, with when the ego slips in there, Mm -hmm. but to really sit there and for a while I was doing that, man, on the evenings, I would write down what I did good that day. Like I said hi to that cute girl that I've been meaning to say hi to for a long time where I little things like you're saying, man, it's all those yeah. little things or I, I told that person, thank you. Yeah. You know? Maybe uh-huh. I usually wouldn't have. And I said, I made a point to say thank you to that person, little things like that, that add up. Mm-hmm. And then when I started writing them down, um, in the evenings, all the things I did well, and then all the things that I need to improve on, man, that was a game changer. And then mm-hmm. I stopped because of this job and didn't keep up that consistency, the discipline of it, but man, that's a game changer, dude. Mm-hmm. It is. And I have one, <clears throat> I told you, you, you preach a lot of the things that I've changed in myself. Like even the little things, that whole thing about, Hey, maybe you shouldn't say, I think so much. And I'll really think about that really hard. And I'll really try to put it into play the next time. Well, and you know why? And this is, um, another nice little leeway or what's it called? Segway leeway, a nice little segue into, um, another topic is the ability to drop the number one factor in a good leader, um, is the ability to drop the ego. Mm -hmm. Right. And so when I tell you, Hey man, I've been listening to you talk and you know, you say kinda and maybe a lot when you should, I think you should eliminate those. Doesn't sound good. Mm -hmm. It's easy to, you know, what are your initial thoughts? Because I know for me, sometimes my initial thoughts would be like, the f- man, I mean, I guess it depends on who it comes from, but it'd be like, fuck this guy, dude. Like, yeah, you know, um, and, and you seem to. It's have- the way they tell you, too. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But yeah. yeah. Um, what are your initial thoughts when someone says things like that? And then- I'll think about every speech that I've given. <laughs> and I'll be like, dang, I really do say that a lot. Or, yeah, I, I guess, like I've told you, my feelings really don't get hurt and I really don't get offended, especially from someone like you or anybody close to me. We've had, I mean, it's, um, the ability to have to drop the ego is it's the number one factor in a good leader and it's so hard, it's so difficult. And we were talking about it yesterday as well in that the three people that I can recall, I, I had two in AmeriCorps, 
mm-hmm. in you um, that just seem to have these innate leadership qualities. I feel like I'm just like sitting. It's just like a compliment board to you, <laughs> dude. You were the best person Thanks, man. ever, man. <laughs> Call my podcast. I was complimenting you for an hour, dude. Bring me beer. <laughs> <laughs> and um, no, but all three of you guys. I told you that this is really strange. Is the one thing that all three of you have in common? Two things. One of them is you lead without your ego, right? You, there's the things that are done are done for solely for the best of the organization or for the group mm-hmm. and not for the individual. It's not because someone looked at me weird. It's not because I don't like that person today. So I'm going to put, make them do the hard job. It's yeah. not, it's solely because this is what needs to be done to get the job done in the best possible way. The other thing that all three of you have in common is that neither of you guys are really in the social media. And I don't think that's a coincidence. We talked about it. Uh-huh. I think that ability, those those more silent leaders, are it's, it's it's just strange, man. That like that ability to those people aren't the ones that you see on TV. Mm-hmm. They're not the ones you hear about. Yeah, it's like these silent people doing all these things that really get no appreciation or no recognition or not a lot because they don't even care. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of it. That's what makes them so good is they don't even care about the recognition. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's weird that you don't, they're just, they're silent. Dude. You never, you never, they're not the people you see on TV or in the magazines. Those yeah. are the people that want to be known. Look at me. I'm a good leader. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of people really don't notice that, man. Like a lot of, uh, in, in the professional world, the subordinates and stuff, like they notice that. <clears throat> but a lot of the times, too, I mean, I, I feel like they'll follow that loudmouth more and they'll respect them. Because I know of a lot of, at least I don't respect them, but they're real loud and build themselves up. So they build this freaking imaginary reputation and they get a lot of people like oh yeah oh, he's solid man he's he's badass even though they don't know them like maybe on that level that maybe we're talking about yeah and they'll they they'll say the same thing but as opposed to saying like you know they're the silent more more personal because you you know them personally they're like oh he's solid man he's done this he's done that he's done that yeah. just because they've said they've done that so I feel maybe that's why all these people get recognized and everybody knows about what they've done because they say it to people. They project. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's... They get people to buy into the And illusion. that's how it is in the government, I think. Oh, yeah. We talked about it. Yeah. That's that's exactly, I think, what it is. Yeah. Um, because I don't know anybody that runs for anything. I don't know them on a personal level. Yeah. And there's a lot of intricacies. You know, people are complex. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of in- intricacies that go into a, a person sitting there before you. So if you can project yourself in a way, you know, with confidence and uh, and charisma, but you really don't know what you're doing, it really doesn't matter Mm-mm. because we're all going to buy into it mm-hmm. because there's no way to get to know you on the personal level and see all the little faults and maybe some things that wouldn't make you good or maybe that would make you good. Yeah. There's no way to do that. Mm-hmm. So you get these people that are at the top that are more show, they're more bark than bite. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and those other people, um, you know, yourself included that maybe won't be at the very top because they're not putting on this, as much of a show. It's tricky. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. So it's like, should the people, should someone like you, like, what do you do? Do you start to give into the ego more if you want to develop or will the abilities always overshine the talk? I don't know. I sometimes I catch myself thinking that I'm like, hey, maybe I should talk more about myself. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't. And you know what's crazy too, dude? Because sometimes when I catch myself saying like, "Oh, I do this, I do that, I do that," like to like my fiance or people close to me, and they'll be like, "Wow, that's not fair!" Like, well, why do you do all that? And I'll be like, "Man." I shouldn't be saying stuff. I mean, it's my job, man. I'm supposed to do it. Or uh, it's my responsibility or not just professionally, uh, on personal level yeah. too. Yeah. I was like, Maybe I shouldn't be complaining about it. And I'll catch myself and I'll beat myself. And, no, I'm not going to do that. That's not me. I should just do it. Yeah. So it's funny how you say it because I'll kick myself about it. But no, that's not, that's, that's annoying. That's not how I want to be, man. And I'll reflect on it at the end of the day. <laughs> and the next thing, I'm not doing that shit. And I'll stop doing it. So that reflection. Until I get really frustrated sometimes. And then I just need to let it out. And uh-huh. then I let it out. And then I'm over it. And then I'll stop doing it for a while. And you kind of recenter yourself or reground yeah. yourself through the evaluation. Yeah. Getting that difference between what you want and what other people say you should want mm-hmm. is, is, a, is a constant that's true constant evaluation and that's why I think those end of the day evaluations that you're talking about are so key mm-hmm. or uh, meditation or like you say you pray to God right yeah um, because without those you get lost in your people telling you man you shouldn't act like that you should act like this mm-hmm. oh, okay maybe, maybe I should do that <laughs> and then the next person says the exact opposite and you I mean you're just going to be pulled by a million different interests and personalities mm-hmm. until you decide for yourself oh, I don't I don't like that I don't want to do that mm-hmm. and it's it's, a, it's in a constant influx from from everybody and then it's a constant reevaluation to decide oh, I I do want that I don't want that mm-hmm. you know like you were talking about yeah I always try to take it in like and I don't like to be uh, I know a lot of people that are like no no, that's not true. No, that's not how I'm going to be. I'll, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. A lot of the times I'll take it in. I'll take their advice. And I'll be like, oh, well, that's a good point. Like, I won't shut them down right away and I'll analyze and think about it. Be like, oh, that's stupid. I'm not <laughs> yeah, or, or I'll be like, oh, that's, that's a really good point. But I guess that's what makes you a likable person at the same time, too. If you're, because I've met people that, always give you the opposite when you're telling them stuff. And they're like, no, that's not true, dude. Even though if they don't know like the whole truth, they'll just argue with you. Yeah. They'll try to prove their point. Yeah. As opposed to thinking about it and maybe like, oh, maybe he wasn't right. And well, well, you know what that is. That's ego. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I guess that's where we say I don't have it that much. Yeah, you definitely have it. I mean, I can only compare it to myself. Um, and mine has been weakened, but has been rampant in the past <laughs> for yeah. all seeking validation through things. Yeah. And, you know, we talked about girls yesterday. That could be a topic for a whole other podcast, but That's using, um, using the ego as a, a sense of validation. And, and if someone was to say something to me like that, especially a few years ago, my initial reaction, fuck you. Fuck this guy. He doesn't know what he's talking about. And I would have, I would have, I would have built it up, man. I wish I could think of a good story. I mean, there's tons of them, but I mean, it it didn't matter who it was. My parents, friend, somebody says anything to me besides you're great. And boom, man, you're attacking me. You're attacking my livelihood. You're attacking, you know, my very, very fragile sense of self. And I would go on the offense. Mm -hmm. Just, in my head or literally or or mentally, I guess. I would yeah. go on the offense depending on who it was. They don't know what they're talking about. Fuck them. Um, <laughs> yeah, just, I mean, completely. Because it's like when you have such a, uh, and it's something I've been working on, but when you have such a fragile sense of self, or I guess when you have such a fragile, like, self-worth, you know? Mm-hmm. Like self-esteem when it's low like that and you just everything is one person doesn't like you one person and you spend your whole time then trying to get that validation from people mm-hmm. or when somebody says something like that you know a critique it's like you've you've attacked my like my my myself like my soul like um whereas now it's a little better but then there's people like you and and once again i i don't know if you were endowed with it by, you know, God, you know, as, as some might think, or by the luck of the draw, because um, some people definitely have it and you don't, you can develop it to a certain extent, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of people that are born with it, with more self-worth and less ego, yeah. you know, that ability to take that second and say, huh, wonder if they're right. That's the absence of ego. Yeah, yeah. I guess I've never really thought about it until yesterday when we were talking about it. Because we were drinking, I, I didn't think about it at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, beers always makes it come out. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's a good point. I mean, I've had a lot. I guess I, professionally, I've had a bunch of jobs where I do stuff wrong. And maybe in the beginning, I don't remember, I did get offended, but after doing so many things wrong, a lot of the times I don't automatically think that I'm right. I'll think about it, and then if I'm right, I like to be sure of myself that I am right. I don't like to just go up and argue something that I know I'm wrong. Right. Maybe that's what it is. I like to make real thoughtful decisions or act on thoughtfully. Yeah, it's 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 a very it's a it's a rare, but it's it's a very important trait to have mm-hmm. that ability and how it relates to girls that like we were talking about yesterday, mm-hmm. and how we both seem to have they were similar conditions. We were talking about the little mm-hmm. stories we were sharing <laughs> about um, you know getting or being able to attract girls. You were saying you know there were girls that. 
were attracted to you, mm-hmm. but you wanted to be Mr. Cool Guy. And I was saying, oh, dude, that, that must, that, that's a, you want to be cool. That's your ego. And you were, what were you telling me? You were saying, no, I don't know. I just wanted them to want me. And I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. At the end of that, yeah, I just didn't like that, man. And that was the end of it. Whereas on my side of that was if a girl was attracted to me, then I immediately wanted to have sex with him. <laughs> For all the wrong reasons, you know, being 20 years old and just seeking the, the validation yeah. from what a girl can offer as opposed to, um, you know, you would say, well, I didn't like them, so I didn't have sex with them, you mm-hmm. know, and I would say, well, I didn't like them. That's why I had sex. <laughs> <laughs> as terrible as that sounds. That's funny, man. I said we're. We're similar in a lot of ways. We get along really well, but totally different. Yeah. This is more of a relationship podcast. I love you. <laughs> Dude, I love you, bro. I love you, man. Let's see how, who can out compliment each other. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'll get you one more beer. <laughs> yeah, this will be the cutest podcast award <laughs> um how do you use it when your relation to god in your prayers what do, what do you say when you when you're talking to god I think, I think we have very similar ones in you know viewpoints mm-hmm. on that but manifested in different ways and the fact that i don't pray specifically to this godly figure mm-hmm. um so the way that I talk to him, because I, like I told you, I'm, I'm Catholic, so I don't know if you're real familiar with the Catholic religion. It's real structured, and there's like a certain way to pray. There's a certain way to say the Hail Marys and the Our Fathers and stuff like that. And I don't do that. I never pray those prayers. I, uh, I just have a conversation with him like this, how I'm talking to you. It, of course, it's all in my head. Sometimes I'll talk to him out loud when a lot of it is in my truck, right? And a lot of do a lot of pr- I do a lot of praying at ranch at my ranch by myself, and <laughs> I keep it pretty simple, man. I'd be like, "Hey, God, uh, you know, this happened today, and was I wrong? Maybe I shouldn't drink so much, or what do you think? Do you think I yelled at Monique? Can you just help me talk to her better, communicate better with her?" And at the same time that I'm talking to him, I'm I'm reflecting on everything. So after I'm done with that, I feel so much better because just including him in that conversation to myself, it makes me feel better than when I don't include him and I'm just thinking about my day just just to say, hey, God, uh, and I talk to him like that. Hey, God, this is out loud. <laughs> yeah, out loud. Yeah, just. I did this today. What do you, I'm not sure what this is. You could please give me a hand and help me understand this better. Like that. Really simple. Nothing special or anything. But after I'm done talking to him, to that, that conversation with him, I feel way better and I feel more confident. And then the next day when I put it into play, I like to thank him as well. If I improve on something or if I get compliments, little compliments like from you or from Monique. 
of my mom. <laughs> this relationship, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Go on. Stuff like that, man. That's yeah. that's that's how he plays a role into my behaviors and everyday decisions, man. So are you picturing? Because I've never prayed before. No, no, not 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 not, not in that way. Not to an entity. Yeah. You know, I've I've talked to I mean, I guess you could say it would be the universe. I don't know how else to describe it. Or I've yeah. to myself mm-hmm. or to the universe or, you know, to just the life force, but I've never had this idea of Of the higher this, power? No, I've never had like the, the God um you know, um picture i guess or the ideology of like the man up in the sky kind of thing like i'm not talking to this bearded figure in the sky in my head yeah but it's still the same kind of talk you know so when you're when you're speaking to god are you are you picturing something in your head no i'm not you're talking i'm talking to a voice what do you who do you think you're talking to you know what i mean like what do you what are you picturing in your head picture well, I've never seen an image of God. I've seen an image of Jesus. Yeah. And he's he has a beard and stuff. But God, to me, he's everything. He's the heavens, how he said the other day, the, the clouds. He's earth. He's life. So, so when I'm talking to him, I'm just picturing a voice talking to me. And a lot of the times I catch myself staring up to the sky. It's weird, but that's what I have. That's my idea of it. I was raised Catholic, but I guess I never really bought into that part of it, the uh-huh. whole structure. But I believe in God, and that's helped me out. What really helps me out, man, at the end of the day, like, the end of it, I think my trick is I try to keep it as simple as possible. Because I've tried to overthink stuff, and it gets me confused, man, and it gets me thinking, and but if you could just learn that trait right there, just keep it as simple as possible. It's easy, man. Oh, don't be miserable. Be happy every day. Don't just let this person control you. Don't let this person ruin your day. Just go hiking. If you keep it simple for an hour, you'll get past it and you'll you'll be positive. You'll be okay. If you overthink it and you start getting miserable about it or... Whatever the case may be, it'll it'll mess you up. And I've done that a lot of the times. I try to make it way too complicated. We even everyday tests. You, you try to make a changing a tire complicated, and you're never gonna change it. You keep it simple. If you burn out a mountain, if you make it complicated, you'll never burn it. That's the trick right there, I think, dude. You have an example from your daily life, not work, something that people could relate to relationship or something recently that happened? Let's see. Keeping it simple. Yeah. With my sisters. So we, I'm, I told you I'm Mexican. As Mexican as they come. So we, we have this culture, man. And, it involves like you need to go to everybody's birthday parties. If you don't make it, it's offend. They get offended, man. 
So a lot of the times I didn't want to go, man, I'd make this huge lie about like, no, well, I needed to do this. Like Monique has freaking a surgery and it's not true, man. I'd get stressed out and it's a, it was a big deal not going to these reunions. So recently we, I missed Selena's, uh, is my sister. I missed her little girl's birthday party. And usually work saves me because I'm always out. But I was off that day, completely off. And they knew about it. And I didn't feel like going, man. I was tired. And uh, I was like, man, what kind of lie am I going to come up with now? And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to tell them. Hey, I'm tired. and I can't make it. Done. What are they going to do? So usually I'll lie about it. And if they catch me, then they get really upset. So uh, I, my mom called me. She's like, oh, yeah, we're getting ready to go to the party. And I talked to her. I was like, ah, I'm not going to go tired i'll call selena tired i called her up and i just nah, sorry you know i can't can't make it i have to do laundry i'm tired but wish the girl happy birthday and i called her no fights no conflict nobody got pissed nobody did i just kept it simple and i guess it's honesty <laughs> yeah don't try to cover it up and we talked about this last night too man if you just People can't get mad at you for being honest if it's sincere and authentically honest. That's a big one. Just be honest and don't try to sugarcoat stuff. This morning, you <laughs> asked me to tell you what time the barbershop closed. Or, yeah, today, you know? Yeah. And so I went to the barber, and I completely forgot to ask him what time it closed. I get back in the car, and I get my phone out, and I start to text you, and I say... Hey, man, they close at 7. I wrote that out. And you had no idea. I had no idea. <laughs> but I didn't want to tell you, dude, I fucking forgot. Yeah. I do, I do those little lies all the time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll just, they're like, they're just these micro lies, you know, or, you know, you just, ah, yeah, I'll just keep them happy, you know, mm -hmm. um, or exaggerate on stories, those little things like that. But yeah, I wrote that out to text you. Mm -hmm. They close at 7. I didn't ask him. <laughs> and I almost sent it, man. I was this, I was so close to sending it. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Just if he asked, tell him that you'd forgot to, ask. it's not that big a deal. It's not, yeah. And you're right, man. It does. It comes back to being honest with yourself and then being honest with other people. Yeah. Um, and, and keeping it, keeping it simple. Like you said. Yeah. Oh, why didn't you do that? I forgot. Okay. Yeah, because you know what? We make things... <laughs> we make we, we make we make our lives complicated. We, we do it to ourselves. Life is simple. You have things you like, then do them. You want to... What did Booster tell us the other day? Um, Booster, who's been on this podcast too, um, you know, he, he's always telling us, well, if you want to do it, then do it. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you mean? I mean, if you... <laughs> if you want to talk to that person, then talk to that person. You know, you want to learn. I always talk to him about learning Spanish stuff. And he's like, well, then just, just learn it about the Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> it must be harder than that. <laughs> and he'll be like, oh, you just learn it. Or how he was telling you, like, just talk to Monique. Just talk to her. Oh, yeah, that one day when we Whoa. had that fight. Oh, Okay, yeah, I guess I'll just talk to her. Yeah, just talk to her. It'll be fine. It's that simple. It's that. It really is that simple. Yeah. And it's our own minds that create these complicated scenarios yeah. and these 
you know, we run these storylines in our head about what we shouldn't do and what, what we, what we could do. And, um, and even if I'm walking to go get food and I'll, I'll over, I'll, I'll play out the scenario of what could happen, how hot it'll be. <laughs> well, I maybe run into a straight dog, you know, uh, well, you know, like the sweat. I mean, like I will, before I decide, say, I'm going to walk to Denny's and get some food. Okay. I will have played this story out in my head about how that walk is going to go. And then from that, I will either decide to do it or not based on a story I created that actually hasn't happened. Mm-hmm. I'm basing my decisions <laughs> on, I'm basing my decisions on, on fantasy. Oh, it's going to be hard. Yeah. Fuck that. I'm staying here. Yeah. But I don't know anything. I mean, I could go for, I could go halfway and realize it is hot. Not that I thought it was going to be hot, that I actually get hot. And then I turn around and come back. Mm-hmm. Or I make it all the way there. But instead, I make these decisions based on projections or storylines in my head about it was hot. It was hot two weeks ago when I walked. So I don't know if I want to walk. <laughs> but it's not two weeks ago. It's different today. Yeah. And instead, instead of doing mm-hmm. and, and that's a small example, but those overcomplications of day to day things, you know, I'm sure you've done it. You do it on. Uh, should I get an energy drink or not? Let's say it's something like that. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know. I had a coffee this morning. It's 2 p.m. <laughs> I shouldn't buy it. I already spent $10 on it yesterday. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know if it can stay cold that long. <laughs> it's like all these, it's these stupid things. You want to buy it. If you don't, don't. It's. <laughs> yeah, That's man. It's funny, man. Think about it. It's true. I've done that a lot. And you know what? I, I don't catch myself doing that much. Perfect is uh, we're talking about girls yesterday, right? Like uh, in high school too. Like you're, you hear rumors about this one girl. Yeah. You're like, man, do I even want to talk to her? They're gonna see me talking to this girl. They're gonna think that I'm a, that I'm burned out. That I'm hooking up with her. Maybe I shouldn't talk to her. And you never talk to that girl ever, just because of that. He's like, oh, yeah, everybody thinks this. Or they said that this happened, or they say that she's crazy, and you don't know firsthand. You're just basing your decisions on what everybody else says, or what you think that person may do. That's what it is. Yeah. That's what that's that's the real <laughs> kicker. Is you're basing your decisions on your thoughts about what other people may think. Yeah. I think you're I think that simplicity is cutting all of it's cutting all the trimming all the fat of like the consciousness that we've been endowed with. Mm-hmm. And it's cutting it down to its core matter. What I mean by that is like your your story about your sisters. Mm-hmm. There's a million different routes your brain could have taken and stories about what this person would have said to that oh, person they, and they would have thought about this and and that's just yeah. our overcompensation and our our brains working in this way that um isn't helpful to us, right? Yeah. But by cutting it down to the simple things, you just go, "I'm tired. I don't want to go." Mhm. Boom. Because that's the re- – I guess it's cutting it down to the reality. It's cutting it down to mm-hmm. the reality. 
I'm hungry. I want to go to walk to Denny's. Start walking. It gets hot because it's actually hot, not because you're. Pro- I'm projecting that it may get hot. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you talk to that girl and you date her or you don't or, or things happen because that's what actually happens, not because of what you thought may happen that other, <laughs> people, other people may think. That's true, man. Another another thing, man. I'm not changing the subject, but I'll change it. Li- no, I'm not. Li- little things like little things that people tell me, man. I'm telling you, I go back and think about it, and I'll put them into play. Remember last year you told me about some. I think it was from the Giants about like their secrets, like on childhood parenting and stuff, like having a family. And some baseball players like really got into detail, like, oh, you need to follow this book. You need to take them to these schools. You need to do this at this certain age. You need to be potty trained at this certain level. And they were, they interviewed a couple of them. These were the Giants g- baseball players. It was, yeah. right? Yeah. And yeah, one of them age. just kept it simple and it's all going to fall into place. I think he said, just love your kids. He said, just love your kids. I've thought about that a lot. I still remember it perfectly how you told me, but. You listen when I talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they're good points. Little thing. That conversation lasted, what, 30 seconds? It's funny how little things stick like that, huh? As opposed to something that happened. Uh, you've told me a lot of stories, but <laughs> that's one of the main ones that I remember, you know? Just little stories like that. And if you really think about them and put them into your everyday decision making, the way you develop as a person, they work, dude. Well, it's how many things if you learn them and you understand them, you're like, you know what? Yeah, that's and you implement them and you, yeah, you you act on them. them. Yeah, that's the that's the that's the true ticket is implementing these things, right? Sit here and talk about simplicity, but then go out and change the way that you think about things and force yourself to change your own story Mm -hmm. and to develop yourself in a way that you want to, not the way that you've somehow turned into you know every morning you wake up and you can i'm gonna keep it simple today or like you said i'm gonna keep it simple for one hour today mm-hmm. i'll start with that tomorrow because a lot of times i'll break down and i'll come to like these realizations where i'll meditate or i'll be out and we'll be hiking or something and i'll think oh my god alex i'll have this like breakthrough you know it's like all i imagine my head is like this thoughts and everything racing around about what could be and what couldn't be and it's like this huge um, storm or something and finally when you have these moments of realization through prayer through meditation or through looking at your kids or something it's like you break through the clouds and it's just all like the nice big open sky and it's just nothing there right Mm -hmm. and I realize in those moments I go Alex you don't have any actual problems (laughs) Yeah. not only do you not have any actual problems you're endowed with multiple bless I mean like thousands of blessings mm-hmm. and yet for some reason the mind like warps these things and, and, and puts them into different categories and, and I mean to keep it simple is like everything is good mm-hmm. I don't need to create these false narratives and these stories and lies about this and that it's like everything's good just Keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll do that tomorrow for an hour. Try it. Try it out. Keep it simple for an hour. Yeah. Instead of being like, be more assertive. Be 
positive, be this, be, be a better speaker. Just keep it simple and it's all going to fall into place. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> Maybe it doesn't that's, work for you. It's like, it's like your disclaimer. It's like you're selling a, a supplement, and it's like the FDA has not supported any of these claims. Yeah, try it, guys. Maybe. <clears throat> Maybe not. <laughs> but it's true. I mean, because yeah. there's so. Go ahead. It works for Booster. We've talked about Booster all yeah. the time. And it works. It's working for me, man. It'll Don't work you? for you, dude. <laughs> Where do I buy the product, man? <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. And once you find those things, those foundations, you know, like you said, there's so many things to work on, you know, like you get mm-hmm. caught up in, yeah, how do I communicate better? <clears throat> um, you know, how do I, like you said, be more assertive? How do I express my love better? Mm-hmm. You know, I have a hard time saying... You know, I, I said I love you to my dad, I think, for the first time last year. That's just not something that we say to each other. I know that he does, but we just don't say it to each other. Mm-hmm. I have a very hard time saying it to everyone, anyone but my mom. I don't know why. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe you don't know what I mean, but... Um, I do, I do. I'm a dry person myself. And it, But but you're not, and I don't think I am either. But for some reason, I could be like to my sister and say, Hey, you're pissing me off. Would be very easy for me to say. <laughs> But to say, hey, you know what? I love you. <laughs> You're really difficult. Yeah. So anyway, those types of things of expressing yourself and being assertive and all these things that you're working on, um, choosing something like keeping it simple mm-hmm. and then allowing that to be the foundation instead of trying to work on 20 different things at once mm-hmm. and remembering all the 20 things like, oh, I need to, I need to look people in the eye and uh, I need to smile more and talk slower mm-hmm. and remembering all these things and just go, you know what? I'm just going to keep it simple today. I'm going to wake up in the morning and say, thank you for another morning, universe, God, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm here to, I'm here to give back. See how your day goes. And build off of that, you know, mm-hmm. and naturally let it build off of that. I think that's when people get into trouble, when I get into trouble is forcing things is like, you know, I imagine like a tree growing and it's like, it it just <clears> grows. <throat> it grows to its its ability that it's going to grow to. And it, it doesn't struggle. It doesn't fight with its growth. It doesn't mm-hmm. struggle and fight with its death. And it instead there's, happens. Yeah. it just happens the way it's going to happen. And instead us humans are like <laughs> trying to just struggle and fight against mm-hmm. everything where it's just, I could just wake up and say, I love myself. I love my life. And I'm going to be the best person I can today. And instead of struggling against everything, Mm -hmm. I didn't want to be in this line for this long. I didn't, I wanted that person to text me back sooner. I don't, I don't want to go do this right now. I don't, I want to go do this. I Mm -hmm. always want to be, I want to go do there. I want to be there. I want to be talking, not, not here. I mean, yeah. Boom. Keep it simple. I need to make money. I need to do this. Yeah, that's true. I don't have enough money. I have too much money. I don't have enough time. I have too much time. What am I supposed to do? With it? <laughs> right? It's true. It's <laughs> true. You just go with the, not go with the flow, but you just, he said, don't force it. Yeah. And it's not, it's not, um, it's not apathy. It's not, 
giving up. So mm-hmm. it's not forfeiting or surrendering. Mm-hmm. It's being an active player in your life, but from a simple foundation, I guess. That's the best. Yeah. That's a good point. It's really easy to talk about on here. <laughs> I'm definitely going to do it. It's, it's easy to say it, man. Yeah. But if you, if you say it 50 times and you do it once, good job. Yeah. And build off of that one time. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So let me ask you a couple questions to finish off. It's already been 50 minutes. If you can believe that. Dang. Um, it goes by fast, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Number one question is what's okay. what's an insecurity you have about yourself? Insecurity about myself. Can you hear me good? Yeah, okay. you're good, dude. <clears throat> insecurity about myself. Biggest one you would say. Ah oh, shit, dude. I hate these questions, man. Insecurity. Pass. Next question. Ah, dude, you can't pass. Okay, um, secure. Um, so it's not your biggest fear. Your biggest insecure about about myself personally. Mm-hmm. Giving me these questions for um that'll defeat the purpose. I know, I know, I know. Um biggest insecurity. It's a pretty good sign if it's taking you this long to think of something. I know, I know. It's because I'm getting confused with like biggest fears. Okay, well what are, what are you thinking about that? Yeah, what's your, okay, what's what's say the fear? It's failing. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. I'm sorry, that was yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, failing, man. Uh, when I when I was growing up, I was had a lot of successes, and I talked to you about it, and you actually helped me recognize my successes because I just think about the time that I failed. As most people do. Yeah. Yeah. So the time that I failed, I didn't have a job. I got fired. I had a family of two houses, I had bills, car payments and everything. So at that time I was without a job for oh nine, ten months. No job, no income, dude. College degree, fired from a job. And I was just there in limbo, man. I was going it was a rough time. And that now that I have a job and I have a bigger family, that is my biggest fear right there. Cause their livelihood is on me. Mm-hmm. So me getting injured or me getting fired or me passing away, that's my biggest fear because they depend on me. So my biggest fear would be for my dependents to not have me. And to fail that. That's yeah. just the father in me, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. And now then, that I'm a father, that's my number one priority. It's the first thing that I think about. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense kids my wife yeah yeah great great um and then the next question would be in relation to your kids 
when they're 30 years old, 40 years old, 50 years old, and you eventually pass away, what are three things? I know. But what are three things? You don't have to die, I guess, in this story. <laughs> when you die, dude. <laughs> I guess it's like dramatic, but you really don't have to die in this story. I guess in, let's say in 15 years, okay, you know, yeah. 20 years when they're both older, because they're what, five and almost two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In 20 years, when they're both adults, what are three things that you would like them to say about you? About me? That you've done, that the type of person that you are, that you would like <clears throat> for them to say, my dad is these three things and, and those three things that you want the world to recognize you as. Okay. That would mean that you lived a good life. Okay. So my, the picture that I have in my head. Okay. So I, I love my father, man. I love him to death. Okay. He's a funny he, guy. Yeah. yeah. But he's not the ideal father figure that I have. So the ideal father figure that I had is my grandpa that died two years ago. And you were there. Remember when I flew out? Mm-hmm. Okay. And him, he is number one right there. So, what I remember of him is it plays a lot of the way that I've developed as a father. And number one was you always love your children. I've, I'm the, I'm terrible at disciplining them. That's, that's not a good thing. It's also not a bad thing. So I just want them to know that I love them with all my heart, that I always provided for them. Number two. And number three would be that I was a good person in general. I don't want them because you could be those two first things. Let's say you're an alcoholic. They'll remember that. You're always passed out drunk. You could provide for them. You could love them. But if you're always drunk all the time, or you could provide for love them, but if you're always fighting with your wife, if you don't have that good relationship, that's what I would, I'd be, that was a good husband. No, he's very good. Yeah. Those are great things. That's what I think. So did you mean that just for my kids or for the world? No, or well, for people that knew me. I mean, you could extrapolate those to everybody, right? Yeah. But the kids are so personal that yeah. Um, I guess it, it was for both, yeah. Okay. And even for everybody else, that would be the number one yeah. thing, too, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That, that fits the bill for anybody you encounter. Yeah. The kids are just like the magnified version of like who you want to be, you know, because they yeah. see it all. Cool, man. I think so. Some great responses. Dang Good it. job, dude. On the on the spot, too. You think so? Yeah, dude. Uh, Good work, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we should get some food in Mexico. What do you think, dude? <laughs> we should. Cool, dude. I'm glad this finally happened, man. Yeah. We'll have a couple more, man. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's funny when you have so many conversations, then yeah. you try and like compile it into this 50 minute, you know, hour no, thing of yeah. all these conversations you've had in the past mm-hmm. few years. And, um, yeah. but no, we really will, dude. And so. It's hard for the listeners to 
play catch up or to try to put things together. Maybe. Right. Yeah. You did a good job though putting it together though. Compliments continue. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the Compliment Podcast. So. All right, cool, dude. Let's go get some food. Later.